Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Animalitia Podcast. I am Ben. Jake joins me tonight. How's it going? We we haven't been here for a little bit, but we've been doing uh, we've been doing some interviews for this show. Some important people, some important guests will be some very great people, <laughs> we'll some be... very important people, the best people that you could ever meet. Okay, great people. We'll be sharing those. Um, pretty soon here when the time comes. Um, other than that, yeah, we've been uh, taking a little break from the show. But we return tonight in the midst of the pandemic purge. And, um, you know, it was my day off, but like on the way over, I had to overcome quite a few battles to make it here to the studio, which I might add is not on lockdown. We are not following any draconian measures. Isn't that right, Jake? No, nope, we're not following any of that bullshit because we live our life how we want to live. And if we, uh, if I want to be able to do this and go to a, a studio and go to a podcast, I should be able to fucking do it. If I'm scared and don't want to, I wouldn't go out. It's a very simple concept. It's a very simple concept here. No one's controlling anything. No one's dictating anything. In fact, this might be, we are in Minnesota right now. So this, under, under our, our wonderful, wonderful Supreme Leader Governor Walls, this may be a um, what would you call it? Uh, an unapproved social gathering right now. So technically, we might be breaking the law. Sh- are subjected this, to be ninety days in jail. This right now, right now, is illegal. This is a thousand dollar fine and ninety days in jail per the executive order on the the state's website. Obviously, that's not enforceable. Literally. Um, it's not legally enforceable, and even if they tried to enforce no it, no one's going to enforce it. You don't enforce laws like that. No, on animal it's issue. it doesn't. Stupid. It doesn't work. It just doesn't. It doesn't work. It's work. not going to. It's not going to go it's well. That fucking it's... globalist, elitist, Illuminati, octopus, fucking bullshit, in which they're trying to take over. They're trying to take over the goddamn world. <laughs> no. It's that bullshit that they're Illuminati fucking sh- killing the unborn. Goddamn it! They're killing the goddamn babies. They pass in the goddamn Senate. But listen to me. <laughs> no. That's why we do this show. We yeah. we we gotta. Someone needs to speak the truth on what's really happening yes. out there. This isn't. This isn't. This isn't normal. This is the globalist, elitist Illuminati is controlling and puppeteering everything right now in society. Controlling everything, they're controlling the panic. They're controlling the media. It's like and Plato's, we're not gonna play Plato's, to that Plato's allegory of the cave, right? Exactly. Um, it's been a while since I've looked into that, but basically, you've got the puppeteers making the shadows on the walls. The people see them; they believe what they see, whether it's real, whether it's fake and manufactured. But the big thing here is they just they just take it like it's real. Majority of people just take it as real. Oh well, they're posting it, so it's real. But okay, because that's how it works. Okay, fucking stupid. We're living in a world where people are getting their information from fucking memes on Facebook. Oh, and yes. then they're copy and pasting it on their Instagram stories. Yep, and so they're let, sharing it, and they're thinking, "Oh, wow, this this totally ma- this totally makes sense with my echo chamber of friends that and social media feed that I've tailored to echo, be an echo chamber to my belief system." So I'm going to share it with more people in hopes that I cha- change another person's opinion. When in reality, this is just being shared to all the other people that believe in the same exact fucking thing as I do, because that's the only fucking I've only tailored and been made friends with people or accepted friend requests from people that have the same beliefs as me. I saw no sense. a meme from a Facebook page that I follow 
with factually incorrect information created by people who think the exact same way that I do. But it's real. This and is real information. And if you disagree with me, you're an asshole. Yeah, you're an asshole. Like you see a lot of the shit going on with uh uh, you, you'll literally see you'll literally see a meme on like fucking about about anything about, anything, about anything. Like, not, we don't even have to get we don't have to even have to get into specific it, it, it could literally be on all sides of the spectrums of all political hours <laughs> either on the right on the left in the center you're a crazy looney tune conspiracy people justify their beliefs by quote unquote proof from a fucking meme on Facebook in which someone literally typed out comedically Based on could be nothing, could be something factual, most likely not, and you share it, and pe- you'll you'll and you you have to fucking argue with these drunk people at bars a week later about their dumbass ideal that's not common sense because they got their idea from a goddamn meme on Facebook, and it's just totally st- st- stupidifying, as a George Bush would say, stupidifying. You'd say something like that. Yeah, he's stupidifying society. Stupid. He's stupid. He was a terrible president. Where did you see that? Well, a meme on Facebook told me because I saw that this with Iraq. Okay. So let's Come let's on. go somewhere positive. So that's pe- hard to do. All of our I'm friends sure. listening are are almost close to five thousand friends. Our many friends in India. Yes. You probably know the people we're talking about. You probably see them all the time, and you're probably like, man, they they have their heads up their ass. But the good news is you tuned into us, and as independent journalists, what we're here to do— Credible journalists. Yeah, very credible. We, we don't—, we don't... We sift through the bullshit. We report on everything that's happening in a very factual way. No bias. We don't give a shit. The Illuminati does not influence this podcast. They do not. We are not funded by them. We are not funded by any corporation. Wait, wait, we don't have a. We don't have a contract signed with a demon. We don't have any contract signed with demons. Okay, this is all fucking. This is all fucking us. We are by the people and for the people. But yes. When we say that, we're not saying that in a way like your politician is saying, like not in a condescending, lying kind of way. Yeah, we like, literally, we literally have, we have no stakes here. I will give you free beta kefka. <laughs> we have, Just we've fine. made a lot of enemies by speaking the truth, and yep. sometimes, you know, the truth is coming from it hurts the deep state. Those who are controlling the world, those unknown entities, these interdimensional these, aliens, these demon worshiping globalists, these demon worshiping globalists who want to apparently make us all ro- robots in the future. We so drive over. Us. We drive over here. We're, we're driving across this apocalyptic landscape. You know, risking our lives. Yeah, zombies. Zombie snow people are coming out. It's Trying cold up us. here. Yeah, yep. zombie snow people that yeah. are affected by COVID. Possibly died from COVID, and now they're zombies. That's how bad it is, folks out there. I mean, it's just what the media reports. Yep. So, it's but true. we but we made it here mm-hmm. um, safe in one piece. We are near the woods. There are some sinis- potentially sinister animals out there. It could just be deer. It could be something. COVID nineteen uh, mutated animals. Yeah, that are <laughs> mutated by this horrendous virus. We're interdimensional demons. They're interdimensional demons. Well, actually, you, you look at a regular deer, okay? You look at a regular deer, deer, but in the fourth dimension, that we cannot see that's actually a demon. It is a fucking demon. Well, no, we're in the fourth dimension. Like, 
The third dimension is the physical, like, grid that we live on, human life, animal life. Like, that's the fourth dimension. So the fifth dimension is where the demons would right, come from. But if the fifth dimension exists, that technically means you can go back to the fourth dimensional plane. So it's unlikely, but possible. It is possible because I've seen demons. They do happen. You just got to be vigilant. Got to be vigilant. Like the goddamn Senate. They're killing babies. <laughs> if you don't know by now, we're, we're, I'm I'm trying, and we are imitating Alex Jones because he is just he is a he is a pioneer in stopping globalism and understanding that we live in a world controlled by globalists and those who want to kill babies, and calls out the. Uh, and calls out the uh, the the governors of states and weirdly imitates them. Alex Jones is the most credible journalist, and I'm only half kidding, dude. Okay, so here's the thing: <laughs> is is fifty fifty? Um, when I kind of grew up and was getting into social media, and I saw Alex Jones. I'm like, this guy's a fucking nut job because I think when he really got famous was the over the Santa thing, which he was brutally wrong about. Right, and he's just a fucking crazy guy, blah, blah, blah. But then I, I read more into him and, and realize he's been on the air, quote-unquote, since, like, 1995, and he's actually uncovered some crazy shit that turned out to be real. Right. Actually, a lot of shit he dives into in his conspiracies, he fucking unveils that no one else wants to think outside the box about they or, or stuff they don't want to question, like Bohemian Grove and, like, literally injecting people with syphilis down in, like, Peru. All that shit was fucking real. And it's like, holy shit. But then someone sees Sandy Hook, and then that's where he was like, okay, yeah. And that was a fucked up thing he did. Yeah. But it's like, people look at that, and they look at that, and it's like, oh, he's just a fucking crazy guy. It's like, yeah, he may be wrong on like 75, like 9 out of 10 conspiracies, but then that 1 out of 10 thing is like, dude, that's a fucking blows shit wide open. Yeah. Well, he's like, holy shit. He's smart on some stuff. He yes. uncovers, like, uh, even like something like electrostatic precipitators on like coal plants or like. Uh, uh, he does his research sele- on something, like selective, it or not. selective catalytic reduction, stuff like that. Stuff you don't hear it, about that's it, true. It, it, and it, it sounds like it's totally um, insane and it, not real because it comes from him. But then com- you look into it, it's like, but wow, you look that's at, a real oh, holy thing. shit, this is real. And well, not even coming from him, but then you hear about it and you're like, that's not real because you know what? The media and all the fucking who are being who are a direct feed from the globalists are telling you that that's not real and that's bullshit and you can't be a conspiracy theorist because you're fucking crazy if you are so it shies people away from even thinking outside the box because they don't want to be labeled as crazy in society where we rely on having social status so people don't want to think outside the box so they don't want to be labeled as crazy and Alex Jones does that freely almost a little too freely because he brings up weird shit and 50-50 he is a uh, uh, you know like you said you're 50% you can 50% say that uh with with 50% honesty or legitimacy that Alex Jones is a one of the most credible journalists out there. He definitely is far more. He actually legitimately is far more credible than a lot of mainstream news networks. You know what? Believe it or not, you know what's far more crazy? What? The fact that ninety percent of the media in this country is owned by six corporations and people don't even fucking realize it. That, but they believe what they're fed and they don't question it. They and, they, and they don't the and they don't think there's a narrative or an agenda. That well, it's the is news. crazy. It's not a movie. It's the news. They just report on it. Uh, no, no. <clears throat> I mean, that is crazy. You they know, they can choose what they want to report. You know what else that. is crazy? Going out for a night of drinking and not having a sample of the Animalitia hangover elixir. Yeah, this is the plug right now. <laughs> if you ever get drunk or hungover, 
Alex Jones doing a reading on that. He'd be like, <laughs> we bring it out. Hey, if you ever get drunk, uh, what you need to do is have the animal issue, uh, animal issue, uh, magical hangover elixir. It really does fucking help, yeah, especially with someone like me who's as fucking crazy as me who's sitting up 24, 23 hours a day uh, researching about the frogs being gay, which is another thing he was weirdly right on. Uh, weird shit. You need that hangover elixir to keep you going and uh, talking about more weird shit and uh, talking about the uh, killing the goddamn babies. You need to have your fucking hangover elixir. It does fucking help you. get more clarity in the mind. It makes you feel great. So, Jake, <clears throat> you know... You're a young guy. You like to have a good time. You like to party. Um, oh, yeah. You've come like in here for some important shows, and you've been a little a little bit under the weather, so to speak. Um, what did the Animalitia hangover elixir do for you? Oh, what it did for me, especially that, that one day, I think it was during the Spike Cohen interview specifically, it, it perked me up. It made my, my skin tingle. It made me feel like I had no hangover. It made me feel like I was a god- Freaking! I was a god, literally. It made me feel like I was a god. I am on. I am on a different level. I was on a different plane. <laughs> no, I did. I did. I did feel pretty damn good. Um, super high energy. Super high energy. Great person. <laughs> I was a great person. But no, honestly, folks, it was, it was the best, if not, probably the best of all time. Hangover lectures. It made me feel great. Skin was tingling. <clears throat> I felt fucking amazing you know i would need some more details because right now i can't exactly tell you why you felt better it could have been uh the beetroot powder increasing oxygen in your blood it could have been the beta alanine um could have been the and, creatine yeah oh yeah it could have, could have been the beta alanine beta, beta alanine getting me high perking up your neurotransmitters it could have been a combination of all the three but regardless you felt better and it, it, that's it, the, that's the I, point. I guess that's and the point. We nailed that interview. Not only did we do that interview, we went out for round two that day. We went to the U of M. We did that day. We went to the U of M. This was before they even uh, had football, re- college football return. That was the but birth there, of Mike Hawk that day. That was the birth of Coach Mike Hawk. If people don't know that, that is the best freaking on-site kicking coach specialist in the world. They call um. <clears throat> I heard they Mike some Hawk. well some Michael people Hawk. some people call him the Sean McVay of onside kicking. Yeah, that's that, a, a quite 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 a comparison, like quite a compliment. There. Yeah, he currently hasn't made it to the NFL yet. He's currently on the University of Minnesota Golden Gopher football team as the onside kicking coach specialist. Can't be led in the stadium most games because he's usually drunk. Is all is all hell. He got really uh, messed up on Venice Beach. He did. Yeah, he somehow woke up in Venice Beach. Uh, Coach Mike Hawk did it's that, that. It's those damn. It's those girls and the 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 Rumplemints. It's that's the what girls did and it. the Rumplemints. I guess that's what it was. He just remembered taking some shots on some bus in Minnesota, and then he woke up literally on the ocean in the ocean. Yeah, and, and, he, and he peed and, his pants too. And he and he pissed his pants. Yep, he pissed his pants. Did everything. If you guys want to see that whole video, you can just go to uh, uh, YouTube. YouTube ten thousand takes. It's that channel, and you could find Mike Hawk on Venice Beach. That's uh, it's it's all there. It's all documented. Like See, this is all real shit. If only Mike Hawk had the uh, animalitia hangover elixir that day. If only he had that. But I th- I think he was just fueling his alcoholism by <laughs> drinking more, and that 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 probably cured quote unquote cured his hangover, even though it really didn't. Unlike what the animalitia uh, hangover elixir would have done. Truly, that would have been a healthier option. Absolutely. Uh, as far as we know, but there's nothing in this elixir that your body doesn't want, and it here's, wants everything. Here, here's the most important part: 
Are there other ways to cure a hangover? Sure. But this is the way Maybe. to cure your hangover with animal militia. Yeah, and, and, and it'll and work like, way better than any of the other methods that you try to Google on this poorly controlled bullshit <laughs> leftist liberal <laughs> agenda. Anyways. All right. That was quite an opening statement. That, that was a big opening statement, I would say. Yeah. <clears throat> kind of wired right now. A little wired on water. Um, all right. Well, so we violated stay-at-home orders. Um, We've done that a few times. Yeah. I, think, uh, I don't think it was this Saturday, but it was two Saturdays ago. Um, tell everyone listening where we went. What what was our Saturday night adventure? Oh yeah, so yeah, we already violated one. So two week two weeks ago, we went down to uh, an abandoned Furbo mental asylum hospital that closed in like the during the Reagan administration. That's supposedly very haunted. But we yeah, we were uh, me and Ben were in we're in the same car, so that obviously already violated something. <laughs> we were in the same vicinity as each other, and we were uh, investigating uh, potentially interdimensional demons. So that we were breaking some sort of like uh, interdimensional law, probably doing that, and we were in danger, and we also broke the law under state law under <laughs> Tim Walls. <laughs> so, a few things. Yeah. So you get out, and I've talked about this in um, this whole area on one of my episodes I did with Ian, because um, it's that <clears throat> the state hospital ruins are near... Um, that, uh, that like concrete cube that I was telling yes. you about the really evil place. There's like severed animals and shit. Yeah. There's a, a lot of occultists up. in there. Um, a lot of heavy drug a use. Demonic activity and yeah, shit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's bad news. But so the state hospitals down the road, we went to the, the cross and like the little, um, gravestone yeah. thing where it says welcome to the hospital for brothers and sisters or something yeah it was a good spooky night we didn't make it into the woods though because we sensed danger we sensed a de- demon was chasing us out and that was when also a a car legitimately like drove by we're in the middle of fucking nowhere and it like stops in the middle of the road like what like 50 yards down yeah. from our car and it was just like literally sitting out there for like 20 minutes because we were like we were still like doing some shit over by in the in the woods, kind of, and we come back out and it's still there. And we're like, "What the fuck? Like, what is this car? Just it's just sitting in the middle of the road." That, like at first you think, "Oh, it's teenagers smoking," and then nope, no, you go back out, it's just just sitting there, yeah, it's monitoring us. The problem with going into these woods at night is there's a lot of occultists out there, and um, you know, there's a lot of meth. Stuff like that. A lot of meth involved, yes. So, I don't know. Got a bad vibe, so. It turns into Florida out there. Yeah. I was armed, so that's good. Yes. So, I mean, we are being no one safe. Could fuck with us. Yeah, so no one um, no one needs to worry. We nope. are able to. That's probably another law we violated <laughs> of some sort. I don't think Who there cares? were laws where we were. We I don't were, think we there were, were no far, laws. We were far down there in the boonies. It's, it's, there no laws applies down we there. We were... <laughs> Oh man, no one can hear you scream out there. That's for nope. sure. You literally Ex- get except for that fucking guy in the car spying on yeah, us. Yeah, except for that guy spying on us. That fucking demon guy just uh, monitoring our every move to make sure we don't um, un disturb some sort of ancient demonic being or 
spirit of some sort. So then we did drive by the ruins, and I pointed it out. And there's a looked like there was some occultist activity because there's a there bunch were, of like furniture and shit sitting yes. on the edge of the woods. And that's um, in my past with uh, the occult who hang out in uh, woods, which is fucking weird. They always have like furniture and like chairs and tables and shit. And I have been in the ruins of that concrete cube before. Uh, Ian was with me. He can confirm. Um, there was. A bunch of severed animals in there, like smaller ones, but they're like hanging from the fucking ceiling and shit. And they were like, Still messed up. Yeah. And then there's a couple cars down in there. So we were like, oh. Yeah, there was a couple cars and they were like, Yeah, fuck no. Who knows who's back there right now? Yeah. Who knows what these people are on? It's, 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 it's at night, even though we have a gun. Who knows if they can overtake us if they have a shit ton of people back there? Like, Yeah, no, no, we're good. I'm not going back there right now. Yeah, they can go off and do their own, do their, uh, do their practices in there. That was weird. Yeah, that's just that's. I mean, like, let's be real here. I mean, we we would have kicked all their asses, but yes. that's type of evil is something you want to avoid. Yeah, we at all costs. Don't don't want to confront it if you don't have to. You have yeah. ancient ruin that that has signs of of some sort of weird spiritual evil evil demonic activity happening you see people back there don't need to confront it you don't need to run back there screaming like i'm here hey i'm here hey let's let's fucking fight yeah dude you don't need to do that shit that's just stupid that's what we're asking for some yeah. weird occultist fight with a bunch of weird and if they're methods. they're on like pcp and shit like then yes then they're on a whole different level so you were telling me earlier that you told Bubba that we were. Uh, oh yes. So how what did how did Bubba react? Well, I think he found out about it because I think he follows our our pages and yeah. saw that that was posted. He literally just called me. Yeah. I'm like, hey, what's up? You guys went down to the Faribault Hospital. I'm gonna go down there next time with you guys. I'm like, <laughs> okay. He's like, my grandpa was in that institution. I'm like, no, he wasn't. Yes, he was. But you can only take what Bubba usually says with a grain of salt. Yeah. But yeah, so he was like super like psyched that we went down there and like we knew about it and he wants to go down there. He's allegedly have he's he's allegedly been down there, I guess, and he's the kind of guy that gets like over the top um when he goes to these like haunted places where he'll literally go down there and like like nope, I got to be in a room and talk quiet. I got to be alone with the spirits right now. You're disturbing them. Let me just talk and you'll be like who was president when you were alive? All this stupid shit. Like, no, no, no. You're just, you're being fucking dumb. But no, he was, he was super excited about it and he had to call me about it. And he definitely wants to make a trip down there, I guess, with us in the future. But we'll see what happens. But yeah, I guess he loves that shit and he's been down there and he's a weird dude. Well, you know, if uh, Bubba and Jack and Aiden. Oh, um, Aiden. They come down with us, then we have the numbers game. We play, yeah, we have the numbers game, and no one can literally fuck with us. Bubba will literally, he's the bigger guy. He could be our bodyguard against the spirits, because apparently that's what he, I mean, apparently he can talk to them, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, whatever he fucking says. He literally thinks I, we disturb them. Like we've gone to that Pekigama Sanatorium up in Pine City in Minnesota. Yeah. And he literally wouldn't let us in some rooms with him while he's trying to talk with the spirits. He's like, you disturb them. Alex. You you literally just been sitting and watching Ghost Hunters too much or something or I I don't know what you're trying to do like I mean you need to like 
you need to like chill. Like you're trying to do the stereotypical stuff. Like you need to calm down. He tries to apply that shit all the time. Right. And it just gets so annoying sometimes. Yeah. Um, he's a very weird guy. But no, he would love it down there. Uh, he's allegedly knows about it and has been down there. And he's uh he's been doing some interesting things on uh, for 10K Media. I saw a video. I don't know if this really happened or if it was staged, but he was licking the microphone condenser. Oh yes. So yeah. So for all uh, any new listeners or listeners that I haven't heard, but like. Uh, yeah, Bubba and me. If if you want to see who he is, like I'm a part of another enter- I'm a part of another media company that I've, I started with some friends called Ten Thousand Takes. Uh, short Ten K Takes. You can check us check out our, on on Twitter Ten K Takes MN at Instagram Ten K Takes Facebook Ten Thousand Takes. But we're like a funny enter- entertainment media sports unfiltered company. Whatever we do, funny shit. We make videos. Anyways, he's a part of that, so you can look this. You can look this video up. Controversial videos. We'll get. We'll get, I'll, I'll, I have a follow up on that. So very. Con- yeah, we have very controversial videos. <laughs> um, we we piss off a lot of people, and we love it. But, um, excuse me. He. Uh, we we were sitting. We 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 just had. We just literally had one of our contributors filming, and we have a studio in Prior Lake as well in Minnesota as well as the Animalitia podcast. Yep. And we were we were in there and we were just trying to get some work done and do some shit and edit some videos and Bubba's just in there like practically doing nothing. He's quote unquote networking and that's what he says he's working on and when really reality he's just what what he's doing is he's following a shit ton of people and then waits for them the most of them to follow back and then he unfollows all of them so you can say look at how many people are following me when in reality he would follow like 5000 hopefully like 2000 follow him and then he unfollows most of those people so he has the <laughs> illusion that he gets a lot of followers but that's his that's his idea of networking he might he might big to differ but whatever he's not here so I'll give him the benefit of the doubt he can talk about that in the future. But anyway, he's just sitting in there, and we have, like, this microphone condenser that, like, he goes in front of a microphone. And you can see this video on all of our social media, like I mentioned before. And we were filming him, like, sneak filming him. We had someone film him, like I mentioned, because he does the weirdest shit. And we're like, we need someone, like, we always joke, like, we need someone filming in here when he's here because he just does the fucking dumbest shit. And sure enough, he's, like, acting like he's going to lick this mic condenser. And we're like, dude, don't do that. It's just disgusting. And then he's like, I won't do it. Then all of a sudden he just grabs it, licks the condenser, like, like tongue punches the fucking condenser, licks it up and down. We're like, dude, like, we literally get close and talk with this thing. We, we utilize this. He's like, you guys, and he's like, you guys don't use this anymore. We're like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? And, like, I was like, dude, what the fuck? And then Jack, who is, uh, you know, one of my partners in that, he he's like, what happened? I'm like, he he licked the fucking microphone. And then Bubba's like, damn it. Damn it. For, for almost no reason. Yeah. As in, like, the voices in his head were telling him not to do it or to do it. And then yeah. he gave in and did it. And he was upset with himself. And then Bubba essentially just says, "You can almost play the video. I don't know if you're pulling it up. I can pull yeah, it up. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but our, my my uh, buddy Jack was was saying like, you're, there's something fucking wrong with your brain. <laughs> it wasn't staged. It looks like it's something to be staged, but like th- there could be. St- if you look up that video, that's stuff that happens all the time with this guy. That kind of sh- weird so, shit. I do have one I want to play here. This is his uh, singing in the pizza kitchen because oh, I noticed gosh. these." These utensils, these uh, utensils, 
um, got dangerously close to his mouth as he was singing. And I assume that those were used to prep food that he's yes, going to feed 110%. to. 110%. I got a funny story about that because that was on Sunday. And we were, we were call- this was this past Sunday. Um, and we're recording this on Wednesday the 2nd. Um, and this was Sunday prior. We were at, he, I, we called them to say what was going on because he wanted to bring us pizzas. We were watching the Vikings game. Yeah. And we wanted him to bring us pizzas because he was working. We wanted to bring pizzas later. Yeah. And he's like, no. And he ended up just, we keep him on the phone because he starts yelling at coworkers and shit. And we're like, this is the funniest shit. <laughs> he just leaves, he leaves his phone on. He just chucks it on the counter as he's working in yeah. the back of this pizza place he works at. And he's yelling at, I shit you not, he's yelling at a guy for that, that he's yelling at one of his coworkers because he coughed and he didn't cover his mouth. Yeah. And then here he is in this video where, where you're about to play where he got in earlier that morning. He was the only one in the restaurant. I hope to God he was the only one in the restaurant. I think he was. <laughs> he just starts singing and using fucking kitchen utensils that you grab food with, like tongs. And he's putting them up to his mouth. <laughs> like fucking singing super loudly getting really into it it's a fucking hilarious video but it's because like, dude, it, it's not like we're in a pandemic like, or anything like yeah exactly we're not in a <laughs> pandemic or anything like and regardless you're not in a pandemic or not like you're literally just gonna use that it's 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 like customer integrity it's like they don't fucking know about it. it's like dude i, I don't want to go get pizza knowing some guy was singing into the fucking prongs i want pizza <laughs> i don't want fucking saliva and shit Okay, and especially now when people are conscientious about COVID, like this could damage your business and your business place is going to get pissed and you could potentially get fired. And he doesn't understand this, but you should play the video. And he's just singing this song. Apparently it's from Remember the Titans. Great oh, football yeah. movie, by the way. Yep. But he apparently he just watched it the night before and he's like, it was in my fucking head. So he decides to set up his phone and just and, and, and mind you, while you're playing this, he yep. starts out way in the back and yep. walks towards the camera, yep. singing into fucking prongs. Yeah, he's trying to be sexy is he's what he's doing. He's trying to be sexy, or he's like a fucking toddler. So, a fun fact, Remember the Titans was <laughs> one of three films my middle school owned, right, Tom? Yes. It was Remember the Titans, um, October Sky. October and then, Sky. And then, and then That's sh- a whole conversation. Shrek. Shrek. Those are like Shrek. the three fucking movies our middle school had. They want you to watch those movies because they teach great lessons. All right. Here we go. He just put the utensil up to his mouth. Yep, and now he's going with the light falsetto. Ooh, that touched his lips for yep. sure. Oh, 100%. <laughs> now here comes the pounding. He's now double, he, double fisting. Now, now, he's, now he's literally pounding the prongs together. <laughs> and he's walking towards the camera. And he's doing this at his workplace. Like, seriously, guys, like if you don't know who this Bubba character is, one, you can listen to, you can listen to, I forgot what episode it is that, on, on the Animalitia. It's like episode 20 or something like that, but it's 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 titled... Uh, 10,000 Takes joins the show, 10,000 Takes join the show. Listen to that episode if you really want to get an insight with Bubba. He doesn't talk a whole lot in it, but like when he does start talking, he goes on these like weird-ass tangents, and he just brings up the weirdest shit. It's like the weirdest shit that any of us will say in the entire episode. Yeah. And also, and that's on his personal stuff. Like You can follow him on Instagram at Bubba10K or... TikTok CE Bubba or some weird shit. But yeah, or listen to that episode. Is it true that 
He was voted sexiest man of ten thousand takes of, our, of, our, of all the people in our ten thousand takes. Or that was that so, was that skewed polling. So I think that was skewed polling. I think it was. A, I, I view it as a sarcastic poll. <laughs> so he tech. So we had a. So the first first foremost. Okay, so we did have and we actually did put out a poll eventually yeah. saying is he the most attractive man ten k? And of course a lot of people were gonna say yes. It's because it's for a funny bit. But I will say Bubba, he put out a tweet. Yeah. Saying I am the most attractive man at 10K and tagged our Twitter, and there was no poll out. There was nothing. This was the first we've heard of this. He just self declared it without any sort, and he posted this weird picture that we that he posted back in like March, where, where we said it looks like he's given what we call fuck me eyes. Where I like, well, I, I like to say that he it looks like a picture you'd send to like his million, his, all his Tinder matches on Snapchat when he ends them on Snapchat, like this kind of weird picture. He gelled his hair back for it and everything. Oh, okay, I've seen that yes. photo no, it, on, it's, it's on a, the social media. Yes, it's a very uh, iconic Bubba photo. But he yeah, he just posted that and said, "I'm the mo- I'm, it's it's official, officially the most attractive men at ten thousand takes, ten k takes, just right. take this." Yeah, the, the so, be- dude, what the fuck? Where's that coming from? Yeah, the the slicked back hair in the bedroom eyes. It's like yep. the classic. Uh, I might not be Mister Right, but I can be Mister Right now. We had a whole debate with him about it, like back in March when he posted that. We just brought on one of our podcasts, and we're like, dude. Like, you totally, like, fucking took a shower specifically for that photo, slicked your hair back with gel, and we went on an argument for 10 minutes about whether or not he put gel, hair gel on his hair. We said yes. He said he didn't. We're like, dude, that is fucking bullshit. And we were looking at, we were zooming in on the picture, looking at the contours of his hair pretty much. Like, dude, you slicked your hair back. That is totally gel. It looks greasy. That's not just water. Blah, blah, blah. And he denied it. It was the funniest shit. And... He totally slicked up his photo. He, sli- he he literally looked like he was going on a date for just a photo to post on social media. It was yeah. it was it was insane. And he he just never and and if you see this guy in public, he doesn't give a rat's ass about his appearance. But when it goes to social media or when he's trying to Snapchat the biddies, he tries to make these like quote like air quote when he cute faces. Crushes and, cans of beer on his head. Uh, crushes, uh, yeah, Bush NAs. By the way, most of the time is Bush, Bush lattes. But, but the thing is, he says he doesn't drink. But literally, when he was in here for the podcast, he drank like three or four McOldens. Green like, Green Belt. Green Belt. Minnesota. Whatever. Green Belt. Hometown. But, yeah. but still, he claims he claimed. Yeah. On our last Minnesota Rundown podcast, that I don't drink, motherfuckers. You're the guys who drink. Like, dude. You you try to say that around in public and like you won't drink around us so much, but like you 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 literally down like four McGoldens or four grain belts at Ben's studio, and it made no fucking it makes no fucking sense. He does that all the time, and we gotta we gotta promote those local brands for sponsorship. Yes, grain belt, yeah, they're 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 good. Is that from the uh, New Alm? No, I'm the the Schmidt or uh, the uh, Shells. Yes, yep, the Shells Brewery, I believe yep. that is New Alm, Minnesota. Great, great area down in like southwestern Minnesota. Great people, uh, great people, fantastic people. I love New Ulm, greatest small city in the United States. I love them. They're great people. You guys are great people. Well, they did vote for me, so they're great people. Minneapolis, not so much, not so much. But uh, um, no, no, it's, it, we got we do have to give a shout out to the local local beers because Grain Belt is one of the best beers out there. Um, whether I mean maybe I'm biased and we're biased because we grew up around it being in Minnesota, but I'm telling you. It was rated um, the Very number good. the number one cheap beer out of like fifty beers. See, like I believe that. Yeah, it, it tastes like it tastes like something that wouldn't be a quote unquote in the cheap beer category, but yeah. it is a cheap beer because of the price. So 
Fuck it. But that Bubba will drink that shit. I think I think Modelo would beat it, but Modelo's technically not a cheap beer because Modelo no. is pretty much as pricey as craft beer. They, they, I think they just label that because then they say it's like the poor man's Corona. What's that? Modelo. Modelo? Uh, I don't know. Just because they're about the same. Well, see, cost. I, I, think, I think people say that with 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 the idea of Modelo Corona. Corona is like brewed in what Mexico or it, it's Corona like Mexican, sucks. Mexican Corona has like Modelo. Corona has like no beer flavor. No, it's it's not a beer flavor. No, if I'm going for if I want a beer, like I don't mind Corona, like like getting it once in a while putting a lot i don't actually don't even get it once in a while i'd say i get it once in a blue once in a blue moon no pun intended it goes down easy it goes down easy it's like something like if i'm really like at a party or i'm that someone has a fucking corona i rarely will order it unless there's not a good beer options or i'm I'm already already drunk and i'll you pop the lime in there and you're like oh great or you're on a beach because you're like oh whatever but i can't if i'm gonna go watch a vikings game or something or or a football game in general or sports i'm not gonna go pick up a pack of Coronas. Yeah, I'm no gonna kidding. pick up a pack of McGoldens. If it's if, if it's in my, if I'm in a right vibe or I'm already kind of drunk and someone has offers me Coronas or they have deals with Coronas, I'll pop it. It goes down easy. It's not terrible. Kind of smells like marijuana when you open up the fucking bottle. To be honest, but it it is uh it, it isn't one of the things that I'll I'll. It's definitely not like a top three or top five choice of, of beers in the back of my mind when I want to order it, go to a restaurant and get a beer. Modelo is my. But Modelo is pretty solid. Yeah, Modelo is my. Good. That's my West Coast option. That's my. Uh, that's my desert beer. The desert beer. Yeah, it's my. I like that. That's shit. my go-to on my travels. The, the that's not a craft. Beer. That's not my craft. That's not a craft beer. You know what? What would be the official desert beer? If if Josh Homie and Queens of the Stone Age made their own beer because they are desert rock they encapsulate desert themes totally to a t so they need to brew their own fucking beer yeah totally because that would be your new desert beer fuck yeah dude fuck yeah dude dude, hell yeah dude but don't i wouldn't have this i'd be curious to have this conversation with with aiden in the future and for all of you that don't know who aiden is well just listen to the first five episodes like i don't know if he's in every one of the first Five. He's in like episode two and three or whatever. Uh, episode four. Yeah. Episode six and episode seven. Ep- yeah, you, you you know him by you know him by heart. But he's pretty fucking high, and <laughs> he's a he was my old uh old uh I wouldn't say old friend because I'm still friends with him. But he was my old old band or a guitarist in my in in our band. We were in a band, and he's high as fuck. He comes he came in the podcast a couple of times, and but he he loves Corona. A lot. I don't know if he does. I feel like the fucker does. He came over here once with like Voodoo Rangers. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, dude, that guy. Yeah, dude, he 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 likes that some exotic beer. But like, he had a phase where like he would get the more expensive beer. Like he would get. And that's another thing. Corona is just more is more expensive too. But like, we would when he first turned twenty one, he turned twenty one before me, and he'd go to bars and I'd still have to get fucking pop or whatever. But he'd always fucking order a pitcher or a, a tall, yeah, of uh, Blue Moon, right? Which I, I don't mind Blue Moon, but again, it's not like a beer beer. You know, it's just it tastes like a sweet citrusy kind of. You know, they put way too drink. much. They put way yeah. too much orange. in yeah, it. Yeah, it's like I don't care for this so much. Yeah, but. He get that. Then he went on a Corona phase, and I think to this day, like b- before he moved away, when I went out to like bars with him, he'd get a fucking Corona. Like uh, it wouldn't be like if we're out on the town or anything like that. 
like getting fucked up in like downtown Minneapolis dealing with fucking preppy ass douche douche guys. Um, you get you know probably hard liquor, but like you go to a fucking restaurant like like fucking Chili's and be like, do you have guys have Corona on tap or Corona bottles? Like just when they're running a fucking deal with Golden, he won't give a fuck. He'll bypass the deals of cheaper beers, which will maybe still get you just as fucked up, and you'll go with the fucking more expensive Corona or Guinness. So I don't. I'm. 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 I'm curious to see what Aiden's thoughts would be on this. He'd be like, if, especially if he's high, he'd be like, dude, no way, dude. I fucking love Corona, dude. It's my fucking number, like number two beer. Yeah. But yeah, he also loved Guinness too. Big, like he would order the most expensive beers. Yeah. He loved the most expensive beers, and he'd always get the most expensive beers. And he'd complain he had no money. And I, t- I jokingly told him. I mean, it was kind of a joke when you say that, but I jokingly told him, I'm like, Aiden, maybe it's because uh, every time we go to a restaurant, you order like the eight, nine dollar beer when yeah. there's like a deal for two dollar McGoldens. That's gonna add up. Like, you, you, yeah, I mean that that goes probably for a lot of people. They probably realize that they're running out of money. It's like maybe you should stop buying the specialty beer every time you go to a restaurant. Oh man, yeah. But he needs to get back on the podcast because he's a uh, absolutely he's a uh, he's a funny guy and he's he moved to Arizona and he's going to come back and right, I'm going to step out for one minute. I'll be right back. All right, if you sounds wanna, good. If you want to hold the floor? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to hold the floor here. So if if people want to listen to our music with that I had with this Aiden fellow. It, we are 12 hour day. We are on Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio. We released the album back in 2019, released a B side back in May of 2020. Technically, the band, as Bubba we were talking about here, would say the band is dead, but I say it's a forever project, no matter where we are in the world. Forever, 12 hour day, forever and always, as stupid as that sounds. But we are on all social media, or not, well, we are on all social media, actually, 12, at 12 hour day or 12 hour day band. But you can find all of our shit on all of our music streaming platforms and listen to our shit. And it's, it's, I don't think it's the greatest shit, but we're not trying to go for the greatest shit. We're going to go for the raunchy, fucking fun, funnest shit to play. That's the fucking thing about music is you can just play whatever you want to do. But that's the thing is, uh, yeah, we were in a band. It was fucking awesome. But I will say, going back to the beer conversation, I don't know if all you listening would agree with me, Mango Cart. Don't mind that beer so much. Or no, I no, I don't mi- I don't mind it. It's a good solid beer option, mango fucking cart. It's not as fucking saturated in orange citrus flavor as much as the Blue Moon bullshit. Although I can stand Blue Moon again if I'm 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 a little drunk. But people need to calm down about the about if if we're criticizing Corona because you don't need Corona. You just don't need it. You don't need to be an Aiden. Hey, listen up, folks. Don't don't waste your money. I mean, so many people in this day and age will be complaining about where their money goes, and they don't realize they're just spending a shit ton of it on booze. If you're gonna, if you want to drink, just go for the cheap beers. It's not fucking difficult. You can still get fucked up on it. And once in a while, if you want to treat yourself, you can go after some of the more spendy shit. But don't do it all the fucking time. Don't be spending money on coronas every fucking time you go for a beer run that's just that's just stupid better off if you're gonna spend that money just go with like ip furious surly furious ipas or nice ipas or something seriously all right jake are you ready for the hard-hitting question of the night yes all right you're in the spotlight here oh gosh can you feel the can you feel the heater i can already feel it you're in the hot you're in the hot seat this is i'm ready throw it at me come on let's go 
So, explain to me the controversial video you guys released. On the TikTok. Yep, the TikTok. And we won the appeal, actually. Did you? Yes, we did. Oh. So, TikTok's fucking stupid. <laughs> and we've gone off on this on our podcast. But, so, if all you don't know, you can look it up. Um, if you don't know, but but there was this dear, it was called De- a dear sister SNL skit, Saturday Night Live skit. It was like came out in like 2007. It, it had Andy Samberg, Bill Hader, Shia LaBeouf, um, and then I think it was uh, Kristen Wiig was in it, and Jason Sudeikis, Fred Armisen, like all those guys that were in the SNL. Uh, of course, Shia LaBeouf, I think he was a guest on the sh- on that episode. But it's a fu- fucking funny, weird-ass skit. You know, look it up on YouTube, just Dear Sister SNL, where they, they shoot each other randomly. It, it's just super cheesy, and but it's funny as all shit. Like, it's just awkward comedy at its finest. And at 10,000 Takes, we've been dabbling in just doing funny, weird, awkward skits, kind of like that vibe. And we're like, dude, we should remake that. And we literally... Like, dude, we should just try to make it. It's super easy. Like, the edits they did, like, it's just stupid. Like, they don't even actually have, like, special effects of, of a bullet coming out of the gun. They just they just flash, like, a white transition, and they have, like, a, like a, a shitty, cheesy gunshot sound. So that's what we did. We edited together. We got some ketchup as our, as our blood. It looks super cheesy, but that was the point. It doesn't even look like blood so much. It's just red. And... We do we reenact that that bit that segment, and long story short, we get it gets flagged on TikTok for violating community standards. And and mind you that this video did dig we did put it on YouTube, we did put it on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Surprisingly, did not get flagged or banned on any of those. But it goes on TikTok, which is probably the most controversial app that allows the most fucking fucked up shit ever. Like uh, fourteen, year, like fourteen-year-old girl, yeah. girls twerking in so, front of a bunch of fucking exa- creeps using their fucking app, dude, their fucking, fucking pedo app. Fucking exactly, dude. We literally submitted an appeal. We're like, this is fuck. Like, it was on there. It was actually live yeah. for about like thirty minutes to an hour because we were getting likes on it. And all of a sudden, we just see we get a notification. One of your videos has been is violated community violations. So we look at the fucking what it violated, and apparently promoted gun violence and murderous activity. We're like, dude. It's what a what was gun. their terminology? Criminal behavior. Yeah, promoting criminal behavior, <laughs> and we're like, uh, and then literally in our appeal, like what you just said about like fourteen year old girls and shit on there. We right. literally in our appeal said there are literally fifteen year old girls on this app, if not even younger age, like literally shaking their ass, exploiting pedophilia, and there. And we literally have seen borderline racist fucking videos on TikTok that have made fun of the Holocaust in really fucked up ways that have like. Like half a million likes. <clears throat> there's there's disturbing shit on there's there. There's very like, disturbing shit that they allow. Like I, uh, I'm all for for like you know not censoring a lot. People should be be advised when going on there. But it's like really so you're gonna but you're gonna draw the line at toy guns and ketchup. That's what they did. <laughs> right. They ban our video. You're gonna allow 13 year old fucking girl to, to, to literally exploit herself to a bunch of weird pedos and and you're literally they're literally gonna have these racist videos of like making fun of holocaust survivors which we have seen on there and you're gonna you're gonna fucking ban our video and we're making fun we're parodying a skit that came out in 2000 fucking seven like th- we're not just doing this out of her ass and even if it was who fucking cares like it's a funny bit it's comedy and so tick we're like tiktok is so fucking stupid for flagging this 
And, and, and if they came back, well, no, this violates our community guidelines. I'd be like, well, your community guidelines are fucking stupid. That's what we would have said. But they, they allowed it back up, obviously, because they can't they can't beat what our appeal was about you're literally allowing 15-year-olds. If you can allow that, you can allow this. And they probably they probably panicked like or, or something like, oh, yeah, 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 we do allow that shit. Like, we don't want to. These guys seem like they could fuck with us, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. But, yeah, it was it was so stupid. It was a stupid dilemma that should have never even happened. Yeah, I was thrown in Facebook jail like two or three times. And Mark, on, fucking Mark Zuckerberg. I had a militia page, and it was like, I don't even use it anymore because I just, Facebook is like obsolete. It's like the worst of the worst are actually using it, it's interacting with people. So like, I don't know. I got I got sick of it. Like the first time I went to Facebook jail, it was like, I don't know, maybe a month of me having the page and like, uh, well, well, what well, the fuck did I get flagged for? So was that was that like the Toy Story bit with like Chucky? <laughs> no, so 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 this is okay. So I surprisingly don't think I got flagged for that, but I got flagged for something that was even dumber. Oh my god! Because it was like. It was someone made a mashup of uh, Rambo and then the um, uh, Three from Hell, the mm-hmm. Rob Zombie film, because yeah. they came out at the same time and sort of had the same type of like gritty looking like desert scen- scenery. So someone did a mashup trailer of both of them, where it's Rambo like fighting the Firefly family. Yeah, and then like I shared it with in a post, and I was like, "This is." badass or something and then i got like flagged and i got warned and um so i looked at it and it said i was promoting graphic and or scary content that could be um oh what what was the terminology they use that could be um um sensitive to people who don't want to see graphic material and so like i appealed it and i won yeah. But like I literally wrote them back and I was like, this doesn't make any fucking sense because I'm a horror entertainment page. So anyone following this page is going to be into this genre. So it, I really don't think anyone's going to be sensitive to this. And if they are, that doesn't make any sense. And why are you following this page or even I? Just <laughs> yeah. leave the page. <laughs> so, um, so they actually approved it and they were like, oh, that makes sense. I was like, oh, sweet. And then um, I got flagged when uh, thrown in Facebook jail when I tried to share the Spike Cohen thing. Um, or no, no, no. I tried to I tried to promote that post. Yeah, and they well, sent me a thing about being an unauthorized running an unauthorized political campaign. So I I wrote an appeal and I was like, dude, I'm not running a campaign. Like I'm literally promoting an episode we recorded where we actually talked to this person. And then they were like, okay, well, you'll have to do another appeal. And they sent me this thing with like all this paperwork I had to do. On purpose. And fucking they, dude, they literally wanted me to mail physical copies of this, like 10 pages of paperwork they wanted to send. And it's like, well, no, like, I'm just not going to use this platform then because this is dumb. You get you fucking, it's literally an ep, a podcast where we <laughs> interview people. Well, like, I had to explain this in the God. appeal. I was like, my Heck, company's. You have to explain this. It's just, this is so stupid. <laughs> it's like, my company's page, like, we're interviewing someone. 
And this is an audio and a visual clip we're of not, that interview. We're not part of a campaign. We're not promoting him as a candidate. We're just promoting the conversation that we had with this person because that's what this business page exists for. We want people to know that we interviewed Spike Cohen, the independent <laughs> candidate. It's like you almost don't want there to be anything about an independent candidate, a third option to go about. You just want it to be fucking, well, you know, they are like, you know, pushing for Joe Biden, so I don't know. I mean, so here's they were. what here's what I don't get. Like, why do these overlords of social media think that they can just who who are they to decide what what should be censored and what shouldn't? It makes absolutely no fucking sense. It's literally it's and uh, I I don't know. It's it's literally you can you can see through it. It's totally on emotions. They're censoring shit that they don't that the people at the top don't agree with when others may agree with it. And it's like, that's not the purpose of social media. Like, you should allow everybody to have a voice, and you're really banning people. Like, they banned, tw- Jack Dorsey and Twitter banned the New York Post, who's been around for over 200 years, right? for a Joe, a Joe Biden article. You can take it or leave it. You can agree with it or not, but right. let them report on it. Why do you have to censor that shit? Even, it makes absolutely no sense. Even aside, I mean, the political stuff is obvious, but even aside from that, just like, quote unquote, like offensive content. Yes. Like, why? It's very broad. Right. Like, well, how is this? But but this may not be a... Fa- okay, but if then this gets banned, then literally every, probably 99% of tweets or tweets or posts on Facebook could be flagged as offensive. Yeah. Th- like in these, some way. Yeah. It's uh, ridiculous. So that brings me to my next point. Um, I'm starting to believe in reptilians and only because of fucking Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, God. He's dude. not a human being. He can't be. Dude, he's just. If lizard people do exist, he is definitely a lizard. He's person. an android. He can't drink water. He, like. He's literally designed in a lab. He's a robot. He, dude, he's so. He's an AI. Weird. Like, someone else did the Facebook shit and he's just this AI like he's the face he's like this AI face of it when it really, like, <laughs> he, it's like the interdimensional globalists that are controlling the platform to pr- promote their agenda and eventually take over the world and they're putting this this entrepreneurial guy that's like I just created this for, for everyone to be happy so it's all fucking game uh, yeah um, but he no he literally is like he literally is like a, a robot. Like every time I hear him talk, I cringe. I'm like, this guy. There's no way this guy's a human. And like South Park made fun of him really fucking well. Like a few years ago on an episode where he was like, they made fun of him as like this. Uh, like you remember seeing like all like the kung fu movies like back in the 70s and 80s, and they were dubbed over with English, and the, right, and the yeah. voice was and the voice was different, obviously because yeah. it was in Japanese, but the voice was different. And it'd be super like, delayed, like God or Godzilla. Yeah, Godzilla. <laughs> that shit where like they'll they'll be done dubbing it over, but their mouth will still be moving. Yeah, yeah. They did that in South Park in an episode a few years ago where they made him be like he was almost this robotic guy that was dubbed over. Like someone would be like, "Oh, Mark Zuckerberg, you got to leave." He's like, "Ha ha, you can't defeat me." And you keep talking. Yeah. You can see his mouth keep moving like he was a dubbed over guy. He's like, "You, we should fight. What's your style? And you just do like this shit like he was like this kung fu guy, this robotic guy. And it was so fucking perfect, like how they represented him. But that that's exactly how I, I see him is this is ro- dubbed over robot. That's just fucking weird. Um, it's, it's just he's just a crazy motherfucker. All right. So bef- <clears throat> before we get into uh, crop circles. 
Oh god. <laughs> um that 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 shit. It's the Amish. I actually I actually have some news on that. So, um Let's see what Amish. let's see what Tom from MySpace is doing. Oh gosh. He's dead. Tom is dead. They killed him because he was the only authentic non-robotic bought-out tech guy. And that's why MySpace died because it was the true free platform. See? And they didn't want that. Tom had his shit together. He like he just made his millions and then he cashed out and then he disappeared. I mean, he had to yeah, have—he had to have been good with his money. Like, look how terrible his his profile picture is awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that it's, like one where like, yeah, he was like in a white T-shirt and yeah. uh, and had a thumbs up. You know, like remember when like you joined MySpace, MySpace, and he was like your first friend request or yeah. friend. I like declined it because I didn't know who it was. I'm like, oh, it's this fucking creep. Even I was like ten or eleven, and I I thought it was just some fucking like weird creep on the internet. That thought he was the founder of MySpace trying to friend me to trick me into something or something. I was a paranoid little fuck. All right. And I just declined his friend request. And everybody was like, what? No. How can you do that to Tom? Well, I didn't think it was real. It was so, weird. Um, uh, check this out. So he lives in Hawaii, and he spends his life traveling as a photographer, exploring the world, and photographing exotic destinations. And... Yeah, a little. Sounds some, like he was paid off. He might have just been smart, or or no, yeah, maybe he was smart and just got out of the technology game when it was started going down. He's like, no, fuck this, I'm not going to try to reinvigorate it. How cool would it be if we got him on the podcast? I, That'd be pretty cool. The Tom from MySpace. I, I'd I'd be in, genuinely interested to hear his thoughts on Facebook and what it's become on Twitter and all this. And if he was still running a social media platform today, what would your censorship be like? Would you allow people to talk about stuff freely, or would you just censor people? I like Tom. Like, this Tom is what I, th- yeah, this is what I would do. I would just like, if I made a ton of money like that, I feel like I would just disappear off the grid. Yeah, and just get out of. He was maybe just smart and just got off the grid and realized that what social media was going to turn into. And he just sounds like he's literally he could still be in the lot. Like he could still be maybe in he the saw light. the inner working of the globalist government. No, no, that's what happened in MySpace. No, he this is all this is all classified, but like no, it's real. Like he he saw the fucking inner workings of the fucking globalists happening, and he saw what they're doing with the big tech companies taking them over. He saw that, and he didn't want to become part of their their fucking scheme and become a fucking puppet and just become a fucking robot like Mark Zuckerberg. He wanted to live his own life. He got out of it quick. That's right. what happened. Let, let me tell you something, Joe. Let, let, let me, me tell, tell you the Joe. Let me tell you the truth. Mark Zuckerberg. No, this is real. Mark Zuckerberg and Tom from MySpace both work for the CIA, right? I like but where no, this is going. This. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear like if that was like an actual fucking. He, he would totally have that as a. They both work for the CIA. So so Tom is just trying to pull the. They should, I'm off the grid bit. I'm off the grid, but no, he's really still working with Mark Zuckerberg. He's like the fucking he's like the fucking Sith Lord in fucking Star Wars. He's fucking running they should, Mark Zuckerberg. They should make a movie, or no, we should make a movie. So we're a movie company too. Yes, we should make a movie where Mark Zuckerberg is like out for world domination. Yes, censoring people. He wants to. We're in like a terrible dystopian authoritarian future with like Mark Zuckerberg was one of like the leaders of 
the president of Earth. Yep. Yeah, he's, 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 he's trying to become the president of, of all nations. The president of space. President of space, yeah. And Screw, strap Earth. He wants to be a president of the universe. And there's only one man they can trust to take out Zuckerberg, but he's traveling the world doing exotic photography. Tom from MySpace. <laughs> he is literally the only savior to save the world and save humanity. This summer, Tom from MySpace returns to save... The world from humanity. I have uh, Jesse Eisenberg play uh, Mark Zuckerberg yep, again. Again, yeah, like, it would be, a, it'd be from a the Social Network. Bit. Who would play Tom? Tom from MySpace. Should he be like an over-the-top badass? Like, uh... it should just be Dwayne Johnson as Tom. Dwayne the Rock Johnson as <laughs> Tom from MySpace. That would be great. That'd be a super accurate representation. Yeah. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Tom, Tom Hanks plays Tom from. Tom from MySpace. Oh, oh you yeah. could go down the list. It's uh, Adam Sandler plays oh, yeah. Tom from MySpace. Tries oh my to gosh! Be the, be the good guy to save. The, no, Rob Schneider plays Tom from MySpace. That'd be oh a good my bit. gosh! That would be a great movie. That would that would I my that Tom would be is a, like this uh, this rogue friend of like fucking goons. He's made on his world travels. He's got to like he's like I need some support, guys. I. I might be the only guy who can stop him, but I can't do it alone. I can't do it alone. I I retired a long time ago, Tom from MySpace. One of his I can't do this. One and of his a convincement. One of his one of his friends is like Vin Diesel. One of his friends is Jason Statham. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Dave Bautista. Oh jeez, all those fucking motherfuckers. Al Pacino. He like knows all these. He has to go around the world. Fucking Denzel Washington is up there, you know all these, all these like top end. At uh, Liam Neeson, Liam Neeson <laughs> plays Tom from MySpace, and he just does a whole like taken bit on trying to find oh my Mark Zuckerberg. He calls him, "I will find you and I will kill you." What's your name, Tom from MySpace? Liam Neeson. That would be a good bit. He'd be the lead of that movie. Oh man, I shouldn't have talked about this on air. Someone's gonna steal this idea. Oh no, we've officially fucked up. But. Quick. I don't know. We're the only ones that can execute it properly. So Yeah. We'll write on. a hypnosis and then we'll copyright it. But we'll submit it to Hollywood to be a movie immediately. <laughs> Become millionaires. What movie did you make? We made we made that one about uh Mark Zuckerberg being killed by Tom from MySpace. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's very very interesting. Yeah, well, yes it was. It was fucking it's like intelligent. Star Wars mixed with the Expendables. It's pretty much Star Wars mixed with Lord of the Rain, Rings and Expendables. It's pretty much every movie combined into we'll have, one movie. We'll have Mark Zuckerberg dressed like uh, Emperor... Uh, the fuck's his name? Emperor Palpatine? Yeah, yeah. Like in Star Wars? Yeah. You underestimate my power. <laughs> and he's just talking like, this does not look like what Mark Zuckerberg... Yes, it does. Shut the fuck up. This is totally him. Just running Facebook like it's at the Facebook headquarters, and he's like trying to get an apprentice. And it's like a ripoff of Star Wars, but it's just Mark Zuckerberg. You'd have to have tons of like one liners in this movie. Oh, yeah, that, that'd be the whole movie, especially if you bring in Jason Statham, Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> Vin Diesel. You got to have all those cheesy one lines. You just bring in Clint Eastwood, too, just to come come in as well. You just have all the fucking one liners. You're dead, or what? Well, yeah, you've been put in Facebook jail, yeah, Mark. <laughs> like and just shoot him or like weird uh, shit I'm, like that. I'm blocking you. Yeah, I'm blocking you now, Mark. <laughs> shoot some. How does it feel? 
I'm poking you. I'm poking you. I'm poking you, Mark. Fucking pokes on Facebook. Yeah. (laughs) Stupid. They got to fight his, like, droid reptilian army. Oh, gosh. Then it's like Bill Gates is, like, flying around in a jetpack with his fucking vaccine. Oh, jeez. Fucking Bill Gates. (laughs) And his fucking... Mark Zuckerberg infused infused You've vaccine. Got Rick Moranis playing Bill Gates. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm Rick Moranis. He returns for the first time in like years to a first movie role, and it's that movie. We can't turn it down, man. We went with Rick Moranis. Oh my fucking gosh. Perfect. That'd be a gold movie. That'd be a gold idea. Hey, Bill, I love it. Bill Gates is flying around, and he's like, "You guys." Ooh. We're, you're going to take your vaccine whether you want to or not. Or else we're going to kill you, okay? Or else you can't live in society. You can't go to concerts. Fuck you, okay? You can't decide that. Nobody's sticking any vaccine in me. Nobody's sticking any vaccine in me. And fucking Sylvester, oh, you're not <laughs> doing that to me, yeah? I'll fucking kill you, Mark. Yeah. I'll, I'll, Adrian! Tom, <laughs> Tom from MySpace, what's going on? Yeah, just some weird shit like that. God. Hey, looking a little skinny. Maybe you're in the mood for a knuckle sandwich. Yeah, maybe you're in the mood for a knuckle sandwich to perk you up. You know, shit like that. Looks like you need to be perked up. Time for a knuckle sandwich. <laughs> just like one-liners like that would be like the whole fucking movie. It'd be, it'd literally be two and a half hours of entertaining fun and short one-liners. That's literally the dialogue of the whole movie. They're just blowing shit up, too. Yeah, they're blowing random shit up. Tons of flames, tons of effects. Like, is it like Michael Bay's fucking directing it? <laughs> that, that, that's our director. Fuck yeah. We found a director officially. We're then, submitting the, yeah. the, the, the fucking screenwrite to fucking Michael Bay. Yeah, we'll write the screenplay and then we'll, we'll have to have some cameo acting roles. Yes, we'll bring in some random ass actors. We'll be in it. Yeah, we have to. Of course, we're not. We're not letting you. We're not letting you shoot and film this. On the one condition, we'll let you shoot and film this for for Hollywood and distribution on one condition that we are a cameo in this film, in one way or the other. So I think like <clears throat> the guy who plays Tom, I think it'd be funny if he's like, uh, yeah, like an Adam Sandler, like someone who's just really like. Likeable, yeah, but he's average. He can play the average guy, and then every, all of his friends around him are like Vin Diesel and The Rock. Yeah, and he's got to convince all of them. Yeah, just all these strong buff people. Any one of them that would have probably been that you would say like could play Tom from MySpace better. Because why can't you just make Tom strong and you can kill Mark right away? Because that's not how movies work, man. They need to find strength from within throughout the movie, throughout the exposition and the climax and all that shit. Don't you know movies, dude? This is how it's going to go, and we're going to beat Mark Zuckerberg together. And then in the final battle, Zuckerberg is about to put Tom out. And then who saves the day? Elon fucking Musk. Oh, yes. Elon Musk. In an Iron Man type of suit, and he's driving one of his space trucks. Yep. With fucking lasers on it and shit. Yep. And he's lasers his flying car and shit. And he's just, he's just a total badass, and he's just fucking, he's just killing everything. And then, and then Joe Rogan comes along after, after the fact, and asks if he's done DMT. <laughs> I don't know, some weird shit. But no, Elon Musk would be the gold 
cameo in that movie. That would make the movie. Yeah, and Elon. And the thing is too, it's up to that point, Elon Musk will have made no appearances in the in the entire movie, and then, for the very yeah. End. And then the end, they vote Elon Musk as a libertarian president as of president space. Of, of space, and just lets everyone live freely. And then we live heavily ever after. Social media isn't censored. In fact, fake Facebook is completely abolished. And people uh, people go outside and they play and people go outside and they play and they realize like oh my gosh what 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 have I been missing they make real friends real friends in real life they make real friends in real life so they realize that they can't they can actually uh, talk to people in a civil way without going on memes and then calling people racist you can actually have civil conversations with people yep that's what that's the whole basis of the movie there's a good life learning lesson there at the very end perfect and how we want life to be yep. I love it. That's a good bit. What would we name this film? Ooh, wow. That's a tough one. We need a good title. We would need a really good title. Tom, what's a good title? Tom takes Zuckerberg. No, that's too generic. What's that? Facebook versus MySpace. Facebook versus MySpace. Yes, Zuckerberg versus, (laughs) versus Tom from MySpace. Just gonna be called Tom. <laughs> MySpace returns the the epic adventures of Tom. Yeah, the epic adventures of Tom. In the parentheses for MySpace. <laughs> Tom from MySpace returns. Dude, you'd have the best like cover of the film too, because it would be like they'd be like out in the jungle and they'd all be like, like the movie poster and shit. Yeah, like and they'd all be like bleeding and like sweaty and holding these big guns and then like they're around Tom and then Tom's just like turning around like smiling with his thumb up. Yep. And they're all bloody and and it would just say some weird shit on like the day Zuckerberg comes to justice or some weird we shit. We need we need zombies in this film. Yes, you need zombies naturally. It's Or like, should it be alien or should it be both? It should probably be it both. It should be both. Why not include zombies and aliens? Yeah. I mean, it just adds more dramatic effect, and they're part of uh, they're part of Zuckerberg's Facebook army. <laughs> of, of and the zombies are either real zombies or they're hypothetical zombies that are people who defend him. Yeah, and are complete nut jobs, and they're literally like his zombies that will do anything. Maybe for Bill, Mark maybe Bill Gates's vaccine turns the people into yes, zombies. Into zombies so that then- worship Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, and Bill Gates, and, and both of them, just the global, just gods. the demon worshiping globalist, demon, demon worshiping globalist elites. But no, that would totally make sense. And then, then we got that would make it more dramatic because it's not just it's not just Mark Zuckerberg you have to defeat. You have to defeat his army of a vax Bill Gates vaccine zombies and then random interdimensional aliens from the elitist dimension that Zuckerberg has access to because he's a <laughs> globalist elite. Perfect. Fucking oh, sick. This is it's going to be great. This is going to be a great movie. This is going to be the best movie of all time. The best movie, greatest <laughs> movie, best movie, great movie. It's fucking awesome. It's a good bit. Bubba's going to make a cameo in it. Donald Trump will be like a taxi driver. Yes. Or an Uber Where driver, a Lyft driver. Donald Trump will try to ha- find a spot for Biden of some sort. Um, just, just have everybody, everybody represented. We're, we're just going to keep making this more and more epic. Yeah. It's just, this movie, it will never end this, that you'll be walking into the theater, just stunned and you'll want to just immediately watch it again and again and again. 
And yeah, we need you to because this is going to be like four hundred million dollars to make. Yes. <laughs> so so if, if please, we, we need we need your money. <laughs> yeah, please. To break even, and if we want to even make money off this, so you'll need to watch this movie like legitimately. We might force you. Definitely, which is, very, which is the very thing that the movie is going yeah. against. But but it will be successful in the international markets. I can tell you now. Oh yes, if Dwayne Johnson's in it, Vin Diesel's in it. Like yeah, we're in. We're going. We got it. Yeah, yep. we got we it. D- we just need to. Uh, but we, we don't want. To... But we don't want the domestic market to let us down either. No, we we need them, and that and, and you got to realize if you have a Tom Hanks or any of these American guys, and they're like, I hate Tom Hanks. I don't want yeah. him in this film. Yeah, I know. We we don't need Tom. He, Hanks. he could be he could be in Zuckerberg's like cabinet Ca- of cabinet of like evil people. He's like his he's like his personal assistant or something. Like, yeah, he's his butler, Mr. Zuckerberg. They are approaching the base. What should we do? <laughs> Release the zombies. Or at least the zombies are just like they're just all vaccinated. Release the poison mist. Release the poison mist. What what's the poison mist? The COVID nineteen vaccine. <laughs> just shit like that. I mean just fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's it's a good bit. Yeah. Uh anyways, I feel like that's a good stopping point for the night. Mm. I don't think we're gonna top that. No, just one quick I know we I know we wanted to hit on uh Crop circles, but oh yeah, that's I'm just one thing on that. Yeah, they Bubba had mentioned this before in that I don't think they're aliens. They're the Amish people. That that's it. That's coming straight from him. That is, and what is the conspiracy? What was his logic? His logic is that they want to get back at at modern day society for using electronics. For, for, For I guess using electronics, even though that's they don't give a shit about them. Um, and there's no anything within their ideology or their community that states they are. I mean, they are against it, but they don't hate that. I guess other people use it. And I guess I asked them, okay, so they they have this motive to kill America. Hate I hate on America because we're all technologically advanced and we're using electronics and not living like they are like when people lived in the 1800s. I'm like, what's the point of doing crop circles? Just no answer. Yeah. Whatever. I guess I guess I guess the Amish now are pulled in are officially uh, a cause for the crop circles. Whether it was the government aliens, no, you got a third option there. It could be the Amish. So Bubba's gonna out. Bubba's gonna like this, but I actually Googled it. And there's an Amish community in the Portland area, yes. of Oregon, and uh, apparently some crop circles showed up in there. Very really? isolated community, but by, by their community, in their community, in their community, yeah. Amish farmlands. Wow, there might be some proof. There might be some investigating we'd have to do on that. Bubba, Bubba might be Bubba, onto something. Bubba could be blowing this whole thing wide open. He is the new Alex Jones. Just imagine if we have been blaming the aliens this whole time. Or even the government for trying to say it's aliens, but really it's the same thing. But in reality, this whole time, oh my gosh, we never even saw it coming. It's the Amish. It's the Amish. It was the Amish the whole time. Uh, Gosh, well, like six cents. Let's say good night to our listeners. I think so. I think it's a wrapping point here. I think yeah. we've got enough enough rambling today, and yep. we want you to leave this podcast with new thoughts, new ideas, a different perspective. We thought on we the ho- world, and we hope you were entertained. And yes, we've got some important interviews coming up that will be posted shortly. Yes. Um. Yeah, so anyways, that's it. I'm Ben. This is Animalitia. And I'm Jake. 
Stay safe. Peace out.